This is Geek News Central. My name is Todd Cochran, coming to you from the new media production studio. The lead stories, the Chinese robot company we talked about last week, has been accused of ripping off Tesla's design. The U.S. House of Representatives told not to use or have a TikTok account or the app on their phone. You're not going to believe this, but an old, old laptop hard drives are crashing when exposed to a certain Janet Jackson song. Streaming surpasses cable watching hours for the first time. I want to welcome you to episode 1619 of the Geek News Central podcast for Thursday, August 18th. This show is sponsored in part by GoDaddy.com and listeners just like you. You can support this show today at geeknewscentral.com forward slash insider. I want to give a warm, warm welcome to all the brand new listeners of the show. Thanks for being here. Thanks for checking us out. We definitely appreciate you being here and being part of the family. It's greatly appreciated. And I'm just double checking here because for some reason, I did not change a location. Let me fix that. <laughs> there we go. We got it fixed. Hope everyone's doing well. And uh, make sure you get over to geeknesscentral.com. Get subscribed to the show. You'll find a subscriber to the podcast on the right-hand column of the website. Subscribe or follow to the show. And that way you'll get connected. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter as well. That's linked on the website. Get in there so that you can get access to the show notes immediately following the podcast. It'll be emailed directly to you. And lots of ways to connect there. Of course, you can join our chat room at geeknews.chat or our Discord channel. You can... that. Link will be in the show notes. Oh, that's bizarre. I'm sorry. I'm totally discombobulated tonight because something's showing up where it shouldn't be. <laughs> and all right, now we're fixed. You can join our chat room at geeknews.chat or our Discord channel. That link is in the show notes. You can reach out to me at any time. Contact via geeknews at gmail.com or, of course, at Geek News on Twitter. You can follow me at Facebook. All the partner shows, again, are linked to geeknewscentral.com, whether it be the new media show, whether it be the Gadget Professor, the GNC Week in Review with Kirk and Scott. Definitely check those shows out. Available, again, on the header of the Geek News Central podcast website. And believe it or not, yes, if I, if I don't screw the show up any more than I already have, this show is sponsored by our good friends at GoDaddy, geeknesscentral.com forward slash GoDaddy. Check out all the great deals. They're available on that page. All you got to do is go over there and take a peek. All those promo codes are there for you to do one thing, and that's save money, whether it be a 30% off a new product purchase, 499.com on newer transfer domains for new customers, $1.99 a month economy hosting for the first year, the free domain, and $2.99 a month manage WordPress hosting for the first year, again, with a free domain. You can get a free trial of GoDaddy website builder, your choice of personal business to business plus plans. That's a one month free trial. Check all those codes out. Again, available at geeknesscentral.com forward slash GoDaddy. Give it a try. Save money. Get your online business started. It's time. All kinds of layoffs are going on. I'm hearing about them here in my town. I'm hearing about them on the web. Tech companies, you name it, people are downsizing. So have a plan. Have a backup plan ready to go. 
So uh, anyway, I want to thank God, Eddie, for being a longtime sponsor here of the Geek New Central podcast. So what happened, for those of you that were listening, <laughs> when I started the, the episode tonight, I looked up on the screen and there was something there that wasn't supposed to be there. And uh, my little cheat sheet of notes and stuff wasn't updating was show. So I clicked a button that was supposed to fix it and it showed my entire screen. <laughs> so that's what, uh, that's what I get for not doing a, a proper pre-flight here and making sure everything's uh, ready to go. I was doing some uh, streaming earlier today. We had a little bit of a wreck with that because my co-host uh, computer decided to go sideways. Uh, so it was, it's been one of those days, I guess, batting, batting a thousand here. Hey, so what's going on? Um, yesterday evening, we released uh, at my po uh, podcast hosting company, Blueberry, we released programmatic advertising. Now, all of you have been hearing ads for many, many months uh, on the show. And uh, we officially released that last night to my entire bevy of podcast hosts. Those that host with us now can get monetized just like I have been on the pre-roll that you've been hearing on this show. So a programmatic partner, Soundstack, uh, and us made the announcement this morning and making it official, but uh, pretty excited about this, being able to provide a bridge of monetization for content creators as they've starting their shows, growing their shows, getting to the point where they can have a bigger advertiser like I do here with GoDaddy, but at the same time getting some money to come in. And we're pretty excited about it. We really, really are. And we got one more big announcement. Uh, my dev team has been like slam trying to get it finished. I'm actually going to get it to test tomorrow morning, which is, crazy because I want to announce it on Monday. So we're going to test a big portion of it uh, tomorrow. So I'm probably going to be spent all day tomorrow testing and making sure everything works uh, really right down the wire. Then probably what's going to happen is Sunday night, I'm going to actually have them officially commit the code. And then if everything goes right, knock on wood here, we're going to make the announcement on Monday. And I was hoping to have all of you be able to see what we were testing. So be on the look on the website tomorrow because you might just see what we're releasing. And uh, I'll just leave it at that. This is a feature for listeners. And um, I won't go more than that because <laughs> we're still trying to keep it pretty much under wraps to a certain extent. We've told now probably probably up to about 20 people and everyone seems to be pretty uh, jazzed about it. So anyway, this is what's happened. Today's the last show before I head out to Dallas. Now, if we look at the calendar, um, this is how my schedule's looking. I leave for Dallas on Monday. And then after the event I'm in, in Dallas is over, I go to Vegas and I'm there for an event. And then I, uh, transfer, I go to Atlanta. I don't get back to uh, to Michigan until Labor Day the 5th. So that means there's going to be one, two, three, four, five episodes I'm going to be out on because Labor Day is not a, would normally not be a show day. So really what it is, is three weeks, one, two, three weeks from today 
will be the next episode of the show, unless I can sneak one in. And if you get one snuck in, if I get one snuck in while I'm on travel, it'll be a, a pure bonus. The potential would be would be able to get one in on September 1st. That's my really my only opportunity to record an episode because I will not have availability to do one on the 29th, on the 22nd, or the 25th. So that just gives you guys an idea what's going on. So very, very busy travel schedule here. And then once I get back from uh, in September, I'm, I'm in Michigan all of September. And then um, in October, the first week of October, I'm, I go out to Reno for a couple of days for uh, one of my squadrons, military's reunions. So I'm going to be out in Reno for a few days in in the first week of October for basically it's it's like a class reunion, but it's a military squadron re, uh, reunion. And then after that, uh, really no plans. Uh, be back here to just keep on cranking and cranking. So anyway, that's the schedule so that you guys are caught up, know what's going on. And uh, I do want to, we did have some uh, boost come in. And we had uh, 50 sats from Basaya Podcast on the episode about the FCC rejecting Starlink for rural internet access funds. We also got 50 sats from Basaya Podcast on California may keep last nuclear plant with no comment. Um, let's see here. Did I get any others that came in? So not a lot of sats from GNC. Make sure you're trying out the Fountain Podcast app. Give that a try. And that way you'll be able to send me boosts via the Lightning Network. And uh, and get a and get a get a try on that. So uh, anyway, thanks to all of you uh, for your ongoing support. Let's go ahead and get into the tech content, the stack here. After I completely slaughtered the intro to the show, streaming viewership is now surpassing cable TV for first time in the United States. This is big. The Nielsen data marks a milestone for online video. And if you think about this, it, it was going to happen at some point. About in July, about 34.8% of viewing time went to shows on the internet services, or slightly more than 34.4% on cable. Streams haven't yet overtaken traditional TV as a whole. Broadcast still represents 21.6% but it's clear online video is capturing more attention. Now, I don't know how many of you actually still get TV via a antenna. Doesn't work here where I live at all. I can't, I've tried to get uh, the cable. It was bad enough when I was a kid and trying, we had to have an antenna that would point towards the television station in order. And this HD stuff really does not work, at least in my area. I'm not close enough to the signal. I've got a friend in Lansing who's has one of those on the wall and it works fine. So you just guess it all depends on where you're at. But um, this is big. This is really, really big. Netflix had eight. YouTube had 7.3. Hulu had 3.6. Prime Video had three. Disney had 1.8. HBO Max had 1% and 10.2 was other. Now, I am a big YouTube watcher when I'm at the house. Um, I probably watch almost YouTube exclusively when I'm home. 
I very rarely anymore watch Netflix or Amazon or anything. Uh, just rarely do I get into series. I just have so many YouTube channels that I'm following now. I, I do that. So uh, anyway, big change here. Uh, not big, but what it marks is the cable companies at some point are going to be regulated to being purely internet service providers. And I know they do not like that, but that's, that's what's going to happen. Now, this next story is going to blow you away. And this is not an April Fool's joke. It's being reported. And old, old laptop hard drives will allegedly crash when exposed to Janet Jackson music. The problem has been assigned an official CVEID despite lack of specifics. A Microsoft software engineer stands by the story in a blog post published earlier this week. Some Windows XP, okay, era laptops using 5,400 RPM spinning hard drives can be forced to crash when exposed to Janet Jackson's 1989 hit Rhythm Nation. This was discovered by a major computer manufacturer, and it can affect not just the laptop playing the song, but adjacent laptops from other PC companies as well. The specific hard drive model was at issue, again, from an unnamed manufacturer, would crash because Rhythm, Rhythm Nation used some of the same natural resonant frequencies that the drives use, interfering with their operation. Now, <laughs> does anyone have a Windows XP machine running a 5400 RPM OEM hard drive from approximately 2005? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> but, um, Who is running that old gear? <laughs> and who's playing Rhythm Nation? <laughs> uh, this is one of the most bizarre ones of, of the week. So uh, anyway, I thought it would just So be careful. <laughs> and playing Rhythm Nation around a Windows XP machine running original OEM laptop hard drives. It may crash the machine. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. It really is. In a more serious note, U.S. lawmakers told by House of Representatives that TikTok is high risk and they should avoid using it due to privacy concerns. The House of Representatives Chief Administrative Officer urged Congress to avoid using TikTok. The CEO's advisory called TikTok high risk. TikTok replied, asking it to correct the factual inaccuracies and rescind the advisory. <laughs> um. TikTok is not happy about this. So uh, the advisory was linked to a New York Times article. And uh, apparently, <laughs> uh, this is what's been told by lawmakers. So um, you just wonder sometimes. Yeah. Remember this Chinese company we talked about, Cyber One? And it may have been this week. I don't remember if it was last week or when it was. But Chinese companies been accused of ripping off Apple designs. Unveiled a new humanoid robot that looks alike, a lot like Tesla's robot. 
So Tesla didn't make a, didn't accuse them, but this company has been accused before of ripping off Apple designs. Now, let me tell you, and I've told you guys this probably 20 times. The Chinese are masters at copying things. They take pictures. They look at designs. They, they have literally very little creativity on their own. And we've talked about historically why in many episodes in the past. So when you see a design being ripped off or being mimicked, it is often because they've taken pictures and said, well, let's just copy. And, I, you know, I've seen it at trade shows at, at the consumer at CES. Can't call it Consumer Electronics Show. But CES show that the there would be teams running around in any piece of gear that looked cool. They would have people with a tape measure. They'd be taking pictures. They'd be pushing buttons. They'd be running through menus if it was allowed. All just to basically duplicate it. So it's, it's not a surprise at all. So we'll see what comes in. I wouldn't be surprised in the least if some of the technology inside was not also stolen. But again, that's my opinion, not yet to be accused of. There's a good... Moving on here, there's a good article over makeuseof.com talking about Sony Calendar versus Google Calendar versus Outlook. Which Android Calendar app should you use? Now, my company uses uh, Google Workspace. Uh, I'm all in on Google Calendar. That's the only thing I've used for a very, very long time. I'm kind of curious, what are you using? What kind of calendar are you using today? Are you using... Google Calendar, you're using Thunderbird. What what are you using? Uh, but anyway, uh, a couple of options for you to look at. Makeuseof.com. Link will be up in the show notes tonight, of course. Moving on here, Windows 11 is alleged to get a big update on September 20th. They've been testing the 22H2 update over the past few months, and multiple sources claim the release is almost upon, upon us. Microsoft hasn't confirmed its plans, but it sounds like September 20th is the big day. This update will bring a raft of changes to the taskbar, start menu, and more. Um, I'm actually taking a Windows 11 machine to Dallas with me. I'm going to use it to do the, we've got a video loop we're playing. And uh, I'm going to run a Windows machine because I'm not going to leave a Mac sitting out there. That's for sure. But um it's first time, and actually, first time I've seen Windows 11. I actually got to play around with it for a little bit. When I came back from Columbus. I brought uh, one of the computers from a previous employee and got data off it and wiped it and, re and basically rebuilt it from scratch. And when they asked me if I wanted to upgrade from Windows 10 to Windows 11, I said I did. I don't know. You know, I playing around with it. I'm just, uh, seems like a, seems like things have went way backwards on Windows. I'm just... I guess if you're just using a browser and a few things, it's probably no different than a Mac. But um, I know some of you are still hardcore Windows users out there. What do you like about Windows 11? Please tell me, because I just was not super impressed. NASA spends $50 million to develop new next-generation processor for space exploration. Now, when they send something to space, you're not just 
throwing in a chip. They throw in hardened chips. So NASA's been using the same spaceflight computer for almost 30 years. They just awarded $50 million contract to Arizona-based microchip technology to architect, design, and deliver next-generation space-optimized processor. NASA expects the new chip, which will be used in future lunar and planetary missions, to be 100 times faster than the chips in currently use. I bet you SpaceX is not using 30-year-old chips. Interview conducted with the Perseverance rover engineer. He told us the chips powering the robot was no faster than the CPU in a late 90s Mac. The phone in your pocket, pocket is an order of magnitude more powerful. However, you can just, however you can't, as we know, just slap any chip in. Now, the helicopter that's on Mars is flying an off-the-shelf Qualcomm smartphone sock. So it's lasted this long. So radiation hasn't got it yet. But, uh, so we'll see. We'll see what happens with this. means a big, big, it's amazing. 30 years since they've updated chips. Lyft, well, I'm going to be in Vegas. So Lyft has launched autonomous electric robo-taxis in Vegas. So maybe, maybe I'll, I'll get one of these. And uh, maybe I'll be able to hitch a ride to the strip in a fully electric autonomous vehicle. Where's this thing going to be running at? Does it say? Let me look here where it says. Does it say where it's going to be driving? It just says along the strip. So we'll see what happens. And maybe I'll get lucky and get one. I don't know. But it's uh, being run by Lyft. But uh, I'll be sure to take, because I'm not renting a car in Vegas at all. Uh, No need to. Oh, what happened here? Okay, moving on. Zoom. Zoom patched again. Apparently, their vulnerability was bypassed, and they had to issue another fix. So, macOS security searcher was able to bypass the fix that was issued last weekend, and they've updated again. So, it seems like every time we turn around, Zoom is being updated. So, uh, yes, uh, update is available. Make sure you update your Zoom if you're on it every single day. It's being reported that Netflix ad-supported plan likely to have another drawback, no video downs. Text found in the iOS app code says plan won't allow downloads for offline viewing. So if you're using Netflix to do offline viewing, and I've actually never did this with Netflix. I guess I could because I'll be spending time on some airplanes here. But I normally read when I'm on airplanes. I don't really watch movies. But uh, this next tier, this ad tier, is expected sometime in, in 2023. Hey, if you're watching live today, make sure you check in and say hello. We want to hear from you. Um, whatever you're watching on, if you're watching on Twitch, Twitter, if you're watching on Facebook, wherever it is, make sure you check in and say hi. This next story is a little bit interesting. The FTC has been sued by a firm that the FTC says they've been allegedly selling sensitive data on abortion clinic visits. The firm hopes stopping all healthcare data will block the FTC lawsuit. So, yes, the firm is suing the FTC. And... It's very complicated. 
the company called Cochava, defended its data collection process. Cochava operates consistently and proactively in compliance with all rules and laws, including those specific to privacy. Nonetheless, Cochava has been threatened by the FTC with a lawsuit and a proposed settlement, the merits upon which are not accurate. This is a manipulative attempt by the FTC to give the appearance that it's protecting consumer privacy, despite being based on completely false pretense. Suing the FTC to block its lawsuit, Cochava in his complaint noted the FTC has up to 60 days by mid-October to answer a court summons. Well, good luck with that. Just like the IRS calling you. Good luck with that. The FTC alleges that Cochava's customers can license premium data, which it says dangerously includes the precise location of a consumer mobile device, sharing timestamp latitude, longitude coordinates, showing the location of mobile devices. This, the FTC, could allow bad actors, law enforcement, or anyone with access to track consumers visiting sensitive locations such as therapists, addiction recovery centers, medical facilities, and women's reproductive health clinics. They allege, FTC allege, the data collection methods are unfair or deceptive or practices in or affecting commerce because they cause or likely cause substantial injury. So Coachella is saying they're overreaching. So the battle is upon these companies. And I'm going to be honest with you, the privacy piece is, is big with these phones. You see how well they track you everywhere you go. Hey, Steve, how you doing? Nice to hear from you, brother. Hope you're doing well. Lego, you know, you got to love Lego. They just keep on coming out with cool stuff. Lego's new motorized lighthouse has a working Fresno lens. The popular French lens design was originally created for lighthouses, and they have one that's working in the latest lighthouse Lego set. So that's pretty cool, yeah? And what does this thing look like when it's, oh, this thing's beautiful. So uh, it's, uh, you got the, uh, the lighthouse uh, tender's little home. We got the lighthouse. So this is pretty slick. So, you know, I just, I bet you, anyone listen to this show that, that does like these big Lego kits, do you, have a, do you have a whole room full of them? It's $300 for the 2065 piece set. I personally don't have the time, patience, or anything to do anything like that. Well, we haven't talked about this in a while. The sun could be sending a storm to Earth over the next few days, according to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, or fiery hour, not another, our fiery star spit out a series of bursts on Sunday that are headed in the direction of our planet. One of those bursts, called a coronal mass ejection CME, is expected to collide and consume another, creating what's called a cannibal CME event. According to Weather Channel, these events can spark strong geomantic storms, and we may say northern lights as far south as New Orleans. Wow, that's going to be a big one. So uh, no expects ejection will hurt, hit Earth today, but before they do, the agency said that Earth will be also blasted Wednesday with relatively fast solar wind. So take a look outside tonight. If you're listening live to the show when it gets dark, and maybe you'll be up for a little bit of a light show. You know about Cameo? 
you know, Cameo basically is where you pay. It's a shout out app. Well, Cameo now lets you have a 10 minute call with celebrities. And of course, Cameo is often used by, you know, uh, D list, corrupt politicians, athletes, wannabe podcasters, and so forth. Users now won't just get a pre-recorded message. Instead, they'll be able to interact with their chosen victim in real time. And uh, live is a big upgrade. Instead of two minutes face-to-face, you'll have 10. And users can request calls around their own schedule limitations. So I wonder, should I start doing cameos? And would anybody pay me 50 cents to be on a cameo? Would you pay $750 to talk to Tony Hawk? How about $2,000 to talk to Leslie David Baker. Or how about, uh, how much are some of these other celebrities charging? Cameo enacted wide-scale layoffs earlier this year, cutting a quarter of its staff. So they're trying to revitalize themselves. Now, this is probably the most important story for this show and my website in a long time. Google's making a search update that will prioritize real reviews over clickbait. All of the articles written at Geek News Central is original content. Nothing is, of course, we'll get a press release and we'll take some pieces and now cut and paste though. Everything is written original from providing information. And this in itself, If this change is being enacted, it's being called the Helpful Content Update, and it's going to start rolling out next Monday. If this is the case, Geek News Central's search traffic should jump because, again, we've not done repurpose. We haven't just regurgitated press releases. We've actually written articles and reviews that were real uh, for real people. So again, I'm really excited about this Google update. We'll see if it makes an impact. I'm going to be watching the Google search traffic to see if it does. Uh, Time will will tell. But the first update rolls out Monday and will progress over a couple of weeks, I guess. Acura is showing off a precision EV concept inspired by Italian powerboats. This is a pretty nice looking vehicle from what I can see here in this, in this uh, mock-up, this concept vehicle. Now, remember, concept vehicles don't always make it to market. I said in a beautiful concept vehicle by Ford a few years ago, and it, it never came to market. I, it, was, it was beautiful, and I wish it would have made it to market. But it's called the Acura Precision EV, and uh, the inside it's got futuristic screens. It's, it's, it's pretty amazing. They got a great video. You can watch this link to this. If you're, if you're if a car person, definitely tech, check this article out. Link will be in the show notes for you. Uh, but yeah, beautiful, absolutely nice design and everything. Google was able to block a third record-breaking denial of service attack in as many months. It was uh, basically, they denied they stopped the attack when it was up to 46 million requests per second. The network flood comes as attacks increased by more than 200% compared to last year. So uh, it was one of their customers. To put things in perspective, this is 76% larger than the previous 
denial of service attack that went against Cloudflare. And uh, the attack began around 9.45 p.m. And uh, it went on for a while, uh, about an hour, hour and 10 minutes. But they recorded uh, almost 1,200 source IPs. Now, if you think about that, no, actually, a total of 5,256 source IPs from 132 countries. Whoever attempted to do this spent some money because they had to rent servers and to do this for an hour with 5,256 5, sources. That's that someone laid out some cash. This was expensive. Don't know who they tried to take down. Uh, they don't mention it. But uh, that was big. That would make any normal website just fall over and go, oh, I'm done. Do you have an HBO Max plan? Well, HBO Max is offering a 30% discount on its annual plans. So considering how much they've been cutting, this seems fair um, that they're, they're offering this big discount. So if you're paying month to month on HBO Max and you love it, and by the while, by the by the way, I heard that the latest season of Westworld was fantastic. I, I heard this on Twitter two or three times. I am definitely going to definitely check this off. Now, this is this interact this offer is just a few days now before the spin-off of Game of Thrones, where the House of Dragons is going to premiere. So um this is a this is a big this is a big this will be a big series for them. But I heard Westworld was like this last season was back to like its original premises. So I'm definitely going to uh to tune in and get caught up on that. Um I don't know. I I'm ninety-nine percent sure I don't pay for HBO Max, but maybe I will. Dozens of Facebook contractors lost their jobs after an algorithm reportedly chose them at random. Meta has been slashing spending and hiring plans, and they got rid of a bunch of people. And maybe, maybe there's a reason. Um, and I'll see if I can find it later. Yeah, maybe I have it. Uh, you've seen some of their Metaverse stuff. It's so amateurs. It looks horrible. It's not much better than Second Life, but. Um, yeah, a bunch of 60 employees at Accenture um, basically got the can and they're trying to find them new work. Um, so apparently a computer picked who they were firing. I, I doubt it was that simple. Now, I don't think there's anyone among us that has an $11 million tax bill, let alone $11 billion tax bill. Elon Musk complained about his $11 billion tax bill at a Republican donor retreat, a report says. Um, this is curious what he said. Musk complained during the event about the $11, $11 billion tax bill. He joked that the IRS didn't know how to process the bill. Okay. And he announced he would have to pay $11 billion in December last year after sparring with, with Democratic Senator Elizabeth Warren after he had cashed some Tesla stock. He had to pay this much. 
He said during the event, said the U.S. would benefit if the Democratic Party stayed out of people's wallets and the Republicans stayed out of people's bedrooms. (laughs) Well, that's an interesting uh, comment. And uh, so anyway, I guess he's uh, throwing some cash at at Republicans. Um, I think all politicians should stay out of our wallets. Uh, with the 87,000 new IRS agents coming on, I think all of us are going to get our wallets tapped because it's no fun getting that letter from the IRS saying, hey, you're under audit. Uh, We need this paperwork. And if we're not happy with it, guess what we're going to do? We're going to make you pay. And it's no fun to write those checks, especially when there's a penalty involved. Hey, by the way, I've been drinking the summer edition of Red Bull, strawberry and apricot. This is delicious. Doesn't taste like a Red Bull at all, but it is sure yummy. Nintendo's actively investigating reports that its female testers faced harassment and discrimination. The report described a frat house workplace culture. So again, Nintendo of America reports that female game testers were subject to discrimination harassment, according to internal messages seen by Kotaku. Earlier this week, the publication published a scathing report exposing a toxic workplace culture. And uh, at the company, which female staff and contractors were targeted by male colleagues. How does this still go on? How, how, how? Does this type of activity still happen? It, it, I don't understand how this activity still happens. So Nintendo, I, you know, I hope you get hammered. I, if, it, if these allegations are true, I hope you have to write big checks. I don't get it. I really don't. I don't allow my employees to be abused by my customers. I would never, ever tolerate any activity. And my team, I love my team. We're a team for a reason. I, I don't get it. I, I don't understand. But I guess the bigger you get, the less you actually see or maybe purposely not see. I, I don't know. Ironically, TikTok has launched an election center to combat misinformation. <laughs> it's going to go live in the U.S. starting August 17th. where It'll be available to users in more than 40 languages. According to TechCrunch, the new feature will allow TikTok users to access state-by-state election information, including details on how to register vote, how to vote by mail, how to find your polling place, and more. TikTok also newly partnered with Ballotopedia to allow users to see who's on the ballot and who and is working with various assistant programs. So uh, here we go. Another company that's going to try to protect us from voter misinformation. We'll see how that goes. Apple's reportedly plans to have an iPhone and Apple Watch event for September 7th. New chips, new cameras, and the death of the iPhone mini are all possibilities. So again, September 7th, forthcoming, you'll be able to see what the new, potentially, iPhones are going to be. Another Amazon warehouse in New York is seeking to unionize the facility known as ALB1 has filed to hold a petition with the NLRB. It's in Albany, New York. 
And uh, again, ALB1. We know that the Amazon labor union successfully convinced a majority of workers at the company's JFK 8 facility in Staten Island to vote in favor. So we'll see what happens. They need to get 30% of the workers to basically, um, unions typically need to get signatures from 30% of eligible members to able to have a vote. So a time will tell. Now, have you ever heard the trick that if you going through McDonald's and your fries are soggy, that the way to avoid getting soggy fries is asking the drive through for fries with no salt and then carry your own salt because all the fries that come out of the fryer at McDonald's are salted. Well, when a customer says their fries aren't hot, McDonald's workers in some locations just take the fries and throw them back in the fryer which I thought was interesting. There's a bit of a viral TikTok going around. It's got 8.6 million views that showed the person handling his fries back, taking them to the fryer, dumping them in. And uh, the backlash would obviously be swift. You know, and it's nothing worse than getting soggy fries at McDonald's. And uh, a customer under the name such and such thought they could outsmart these workers claiming they're now asking for no salt on their fries in effort to get new ones. But those workers appear one step ahead as reheating the fries in oil. When a customer asks for no salt is also a tactic. McDonald workers admitted to using to doing this in the past. They claim hot oil burns all the salt off. Hmm. So what do you want? Refried, refried French fries or just soggy, salty French fries? <laughs> I hate, I love, to be honest with you, I like skinny fries. I really, really do. I, I always ask when I'm at a restaurant, yeah, skinny fries? What, what are your fries? Are they skinny? If they're skinny like McDonald's fries, I order fries. If they're fat, I don't order fries because I don't like fat fries. And um, so I'm a big fan of McDonald's French fries when they're hot and crispy, um, when they're not soggy. We all know when we get good McDonald's French fries. And yeah, I know, I know, I know. They're not good for you. But let's be frank. Everyone likes a good French fry, right? So uh, just keep an eye out on your fries. A judge has ordered Twitter to give Elon Musk former executive documents. But they banned him from seeing 21 others or talking to 21 others. So they are allowing him to get access to a prior employee's documents, but not current employees. Hmm. That's an interesting development. All right. So that brings me to the end of today's show. And uh, I want to thank Kirk for putting the, uh, the show together. Sorry. It was a little off key today. Didn't sleep real well. I had, I had, all right. I got to tell you about this dream. This is the most bizarre dream. And it was very, very vivid. I dreamed that I was at a house that I had no idea what house I was at. And there was a thunderstorm coming. And the clouds were very, very odd. They were round. Like round. You know, they weren't jagged. They were round and they were swirling a little bit. And initially, in my dream, I imagined that a tornado was coming down. 
And matter of fact, there was a bit of a funnel come down, but it was a very, very odd funnel. And it landed very close to the house I was in, and everyone was screaming. But there was no wind. And I stood there in astonishment, and in my dream, I pulled out my cell phone, and I started a video. And when the funnel, or whatever it was, pulled up, there was two aliens looking at me. And I filmed them for like 30 seconds as they walked around. Now, I don't remember what they look like. All I know is remembers that they were aliens and people were screaming, there's aliens in the yard. Where, where does your mind come up with that? I woke up, it was about four o'clock in the morning. I sit up on the edge of the bed and I'm just like, it was so vivid. And I'm thinking, where did this dream come from? I don't ever in my entire life remember dreaming about aliens. I haven't been reading no sci-fi books. I haven't been talking about aliens. It was bizarre. Uh, absolutely bizarre. And oh, and I was scared. I remember after they disappeared or something, I was scared to post the video to YouTube. Everyone was telling me, post it to YouTube, post it to YouTube. And I, and I was scared to post the video to YouTube. Where, where, <laughs> where does your brain come up with this stuff? What's the weirdest dream you've had recently? I, I'm, I, I, it was biz- obviously bizarre, right? <laughs> I can actually still see what the storm looked like and it was how it was spinning. And I could tell it was clouds. It wasn't a, a UFO. It was actually, well, maybe there's UFO inside, but there was clouds. <laughs> it was turning in a circle. I have no idea. I really, really don't. All right, everyone. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure those of you that hung out to the end, you got a little extra today. Uh, geeknews at gmail.com. Geeknews at gmail. No, and I wasn't drinking either. <laughs> geeknews at gmail.com. At geeknews on Twitter. Uh, thanks for being here. I'll be back with you a couple weeks. Again, off on a merry-go-round podcasting conferences and marketing and everything else. I'm actually, because I'm going so long, I'm taking a big suitcase and a little one. <laughs> I'm still going to have to do laundry, but two weeks out and about with, uh, you know, having to dress up and everything, you're going to be carrying a big load. Um, yes, hotels have laundry, but I'm taking extra laptops and gear and, you know, swag and other stuff too, besides the stuff that's being shipped by my company. But all right, it's been my pleasure to bring you the show. Everyone take care. We'll see you next time. Be safe out there. I'll be back in September. Uh, Again, uh, watch out for yourselves and send me your comments about my little uh, dream that I had. All right, everybody, we'll see you next time. Take care. Bye-bye.